Welcome back to the Elevators Podcast. I missed y'all. You know what I'm saying? I miss being on the mic. Two weeks, every two weeks, man. Hopefully that changes soon to where we can do it every... Yeah, but it feels like two weeks, though. It's every other week, right? It's every other week, but it's still basically every two weeks. Okay. But I get you. I get. I understand. It would be better if it was every um, every week, but I understand the circumstances. So, anyways, Elevators Podcast. It's your girl S. Powell on the microphone. Uh, Matthew Sky Osborne. Uh, I am the one that you come to see. I know it. I appreciate that. Um, hello. Somebody got, so got, full got of Got the camera set up, looking good. I love it. Um, check me out on uh, why are you so happy? Like, <laughs> Instagram, wow, Matthew underscore sky underscore Osborne, O S B O R N E. Uh, I make music every week of the year, I put out a vlog every week of the year. Um, uh, yep, spalimages.com. The website does not change. You can go there and you can check out the most recent uh photo shoots that I've done. And, um, yeah, make sure you check us out. Elevators 1209 is the Instagram. We're also on YouTube, Elevators. Um, also, Podbean and iTunes is where you can catch the podcast where we are broadcasting from. Make sure that you comment and subscribe and like and show your support. And, boom, if you have something that you want us to support, obviously we'll do the same. Maybe. We will do the same. I'm gonna come and like your page and show some love. So I don't know about like for likes. I don't know how I feel about that. You end up with like third with three thousand people, and then you got your feet at the top of the at the top of the page. That's too many people to go through. What do you mean? I'm talking about like on Instagram. Let me show you my new phone. Somebody got a new phone. They happy face. Somebody got them income taxes. <laughs> <laughs> income tax baller. Fuck you. <laughs> Somebody balling out of control. Okay, oh, man. up here. Oh. That's what I'm talking about. Like the people at the top. You can't see that on there. Yeah, you can. It's an awesome camera. That's the um. I don't. The, the IG live feed. What is that called? I don't know. The the idea saying, that IG stole from all Snapchat. All the people you follow are gonna show up in here. Okay. That just be too many people. Well, okay. It's a lot of people, man. I was gonna say something, but it's a lot yeah, of people. okay. Hey, you know we got um, it's trending right now. Rick Ross is in the hospital on life support due to pneumonia. So we send our shouts. I send my shout outs and my prayers to him and the family. I hope that you know he recovers and comes back stronger than ever. I hear it's pretty serious, so sending my prayers that way. Get better, Rick Ross. We we praying for you. Likewise, um, also want to shout out. 
all the people that we don't know about that are going through something right now. Um, may God be with you. God bless you. And may he keep you. <clears throat> we should care for each other more. Be Humane. I put out a Be Humane video every other week. Go watch them. BeHumane.live. L-I-V-E. Traditional spelling. <laughs> All right, let's get to it, man. We're going to run out of time. Okay. I feel like we're already running behind. Let's get into three it. Three minutes, four minutes in, we haven't done anything. Black Panther. Okay, now. Who went and seen the movie Black Panther? I saw it. I saw the movie. So. Been anticipating this movie. You know, it was so much hype behind it. Had to go see it. People showing up in their African garb, you know, they ready for it. Got dance steps. People buying out theaters for the children. Just went all out to support, you know, in support of the black community. This being an all black film shot in Africa. Man, it's, it's great. It's was it awesome shot in Africa? Film. I heard it was. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. I heard it was all black cast shot in Africa. If I'm wrong, I apologize. This is just what I heard, and um, yeah. Okay, so, so let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about let's it. talk about Black Panther, and I, there's, I think there's a lot of different levels. What are you doing? I want to find. There was this <laughs> one guy in the movie that was so fine. I think he's from Trinidad and Tobago, Tobago, and uh, I want to find his name so I could tell y'all that I thought he was so fine. Okay, so there's a lot of different levels um, about Black Panther. Um, and there's a lot of different ways to talk about Black Panther, in my opinion. And when I have conversations with people about Black Panther, I feel like I'm having two different conversations. I'm having a conversation, or there, most people are having a conversation with me about the impact of the movie and um, what it's done and what it's doing in the community, in the world, on the world stage. Okay. And then there's that conversation, and uh -huh. then there's also a conversation about just the film, the content, yeah, the production, the content production, and so right like I find myself having two different conversations with people, and I don't think people are having the content conversation with me; they're having the impact conversation with me. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Sure. So, I I think when we talk, <laughs> why are you smiling? I think Am I not allowed to be happy? I'll just say this. When we talk about Black Panther, I think we should be um, very aware of what it is and what it's doing and the impact of it. And I understand the importance of that. Um, I think it's unfortunate that we have to approach it this way because this is where our society is. And like, approaching it this way, I you guess mean what approach I mean with caution? If you... If you didn't feel as strong about the movie as another person did that loved the movie, I feel like your your response is frowned upon if it's not equal to other people who love the movie. Right. You kind of find yourself whispering. Like, right. Why is that? Because if you if you judge or if you make if you have your own opinion about the movie and it's a negative opinion or is it, it negative? It's not it's not negative, but it goes against the grain of what everybody else is is saying or what they've made the movie out to be. Then they look at it like, oh, you talking down and you trying to you distract, movie. you know, from what it's all about. Give me your card. Right. <laughs> Pretty much. And I'm like, I understand that. But I don't think that's fair. But and you got people that are afraid to even make a comment about it. So therefore, did everybody really love the movie? I don't know that we'll ever really know. 
How did I, you feel about that? I think time will tell. How did you feel <laughs> you about that? You're going to get me to spit, spill the beans first? Um, well, let me say this. Let me finish this thought. Is I think it's unfortunate that we're at this place in society and in our lives where we have we, we feel pressure to only speak one way about the movie. That tells me we we are not as far as long far as long as we should be as as a society and culture. Do you have a black eye? No, I'm very sleepy. Okay, <laughs> I'm very tired. Got kind of beat up. My son is just killing me. Um, because if we were further along in society, the movie wouldn't be what it is. It would just be another movie. But since black people have been where we've been in society for for however long we've been here, our place society with. I'm just assuming you know what I'm talking about. Just, you know, racism and equality. You know, we, we're not represented the same way in media that white people are. You know, we have to work twice as hard and all this other... You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, with all that being said, we're not as far as long as we should be. And I think this is a step in that direction, which is why I don't want to... Why I want to be careful about how I talk about the movie... Because I understand what the movie's doing. And the movie's going to help me. It's going to help you. And things we do in the future, you know, entertainment-wise, in my opinion. So, um, I would like to be further along in society where we could speak about the movie and not feel pressure to say only one thing about the movie. Which is, I loved it. If it's anything but that, I feel like, you know, you're, you're kind of looked at in a funny way. Does that make sense? Yep. Do you agree or disagree? Yes, I agree. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I think we should be further along in society where to it, where everybody like, can just vocalize how they actually feel. Like the fact that the movie's a big deal is a great thing, right? But it's also, I think, an unfortunate thing, meaning because that it hypes it up because the movie should just be a it should it should it should just be a movie. But since we are where we are, in society as black people. We have to praise this movie for all the reasons that I, I've been talking about. You know, it, it's and I, I gotta I gotta go more into it. Are, are you not hyped up about Ready Player One? Um, I'm I'm very uh, interested in seeing what it is. Okay, so would you say that you would be just as as excited to see that movie as you were to see Black Panther? Yeah, I think it's the same. And then, so, if you see this movie and you're dissatisfied with this movie, are you still going to say that you love the movie? No. So then, why is it that whether or not, I don't know how you feel about Black Panther, but however you feel about it, why do you have to preface with saying, because of this movement, I can't truly tell you how I feel, or I have to be careful with how I express how I feel about this movie? Right. I, I... But it's, it's a movie, right? It's a movie. And and movies have critics. Yes. So what's wrong with being a critic of a movie? That doesn't take because anything away from it, the movie, right? Because it's so positive as far as what it's doing for black people in society and culture. I, I kind of find it unfortunate. It's positive for black people? I think it's positive for, for everybody. Black people, white people, because for white people, in my opinion... I would see this movie as kind of laying groundwork for in the future what's normal. 
like white people were were able to go see this movie and swallow it and digest it. it my understanding is most of them didn't leave the theater like, oh, you know, it was all black people. Mm-hmm. It, was, they, it was just they were able to go see the movie and just digest it and not really have a whole lot of bullshit like race, you know, all this racist shit that you get like crazy. How much money did this movie make? It's it's like the biggest Marvel movie ever. Um, so I'm saying all that to say that. I understand what it's doing, and I do not think it was a bad movie by any means. I really do not, because the movie is—it's a Marvel movie, and I think you know that I'm a big DC guy. I love DC comics. I love, you know, Batman, Superman, Cyborg, Martian Manhunter, you know, um, Flash. Like I like—I've always been a DC fan. Um, you listen. Seven hundred and eighty million. It's like around million. million or something. It's almost at a billion dollars. And, and I and I think that they said it hadn't even opened up in like Australia or yeah, China. Yeah, there's other like countries that they haven't, haven't even seen it. Haven't even seen it mm-hmm. yet. So it's it's going to overdo well Amazing. over a billion dollars. Congratulations to the director, to to the cast. It's awesome. So I'm a big DC guy, mm-hmm. and you know I love the Dark Knight movies. Right. And I love that kind of movie. I love a real dark gritty raw movie like whether it's dark knight or it's uh heat with uh with uh de niro um i like those kind of movies just generally speaking i've never been a huge fan of marvel movies because they make in my opinion marvel movies for a general audience you take your kids to them they're, it's kind of a family thing you know they're not real gritty movies so i for me Especially that, and then Ryan Coogler, his first two movies were Fruitvale Station and Creed, and I saw those movies, so I kind of had an idea of what I thought he was going to do. And I think he still did it, but he still had, he's still making a movie within the Marvel Universe, so he has to throw in Marvel stuff. Like when you get the spoilers, when you get like the, 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 the Stan Lee cameo. Now, I don't know if you saw I mean, Who is Stan Lee? He's, he's the guy who like created everybody. He's the white old guy with the glasses, he was at the casino. And he took he took chip the chips. Um, he was he the one that they took back to. Wakanda? No 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 he's just you know he's in there for like four seconds. Oh, okay. He just makes he makes a cameo in every Marvel movie because he's the guy who created all these characters. Oh okay. So he's like they always put him in the movie. So whenever they insert him in the movie for me, it's very jarring because like if I'm in a scene and I'm like really there and I'm enjoying it and then you just throw in Stan Lee, I'm like. Like any kind of like, like to take the realness away it, ta- from it just it? ruins it for me a little bit. Where I'm like, I was there, I was in the scene, mm-hmm. and now now it's real jarring. It's like somebody just threw cold water on you, and I'm like, I don't. That's Stanley. So I mean, it's just any kind of imagination I had is kind of kind of ruined a little bit by that. Because he brings you back to reality. Yeah, I'm like he's like, oh okay. He he he. Cr- How are you gonna have the guy who created Black Panther in the Black Panther movie? You only do that because it's probably in his contract and it's a Marvel movie. So you have to do stuff like that. And then like the scene where the car gets blown up or smashed and Lapita comes flying down the street in the car seat and the steering wheel. Like, you can't do that to me. <laughs> you can't do that to me. And maybe that's what it was because I'm not a big like comic book I'm like, fan. I don't want 
That, I don't want that kind of that humor. happy ending type of thing. Yeah. Like, there were, and I, and I think that's what it was. There were a lot of happy endings for me, or a lot of pre, pre, uh, predictability. Because that's a Marvel movie. I don't like to be able to, to predict my movie, you know. But right. I predicted that a lot of things were like, okay, I saw that. I saw that happening. I knew that was going to happen. Right. So that's. I knew he wasn't dead. You know. Right. Because that's like Marvel's template. That's how they make their movies. You're like, okay, I know where this is going. I see that happening. That makes I see sense. this company. Yeah. It works for them and they make a lot of money doing it. So like when you do something like like when they, when he when the guy shot the car and it smashed, I was like, "Oh man. Like this is going to be a thing like that's his woman and he's going to have to go save her or fly her back to Wakanda and he's going to have to let Claw get away." It's just gonna be this thing. So you saying all these characters? And I'm having to think in my head, like, okay, now the guy who shot who the was car. Called? He was the white dude. He was hanging out the the car, and he had he had the, the fake hand. Okay, shot, okay, okay. He's okay. the one who shot the car and smashed it. Mm-hmm. So that I'm like, oh man, like, oh, this is about to happen. And then she came scooting down the street. <laughs> now, that kind of comedy to me is jarring. It's just kind of like I'm in the scene, and you do that. And I'm like, ah. The comedy I do like is when I don't feel like it's forced, like the the ape king, um, the guy they went to for help who found uh, T'Challa. Yeah, that's that's that, your boy. That's, that's what you talking about. So cute, so fine, Winston something. I lost it. Winston something. His Man. his humor. Shout out to him. Didn't bother me in any kind of way because I felt like it was part of his personality. He seemed just like a real sarcastic guy. At least to me, that's how he felt. You just looking him up, man. I'm trying of to course, have a conversation. Which you can do this after the fact. I needed Winston Duke. That's his name. Because he would like, you know, when he was like, I will feed you to my children. Right. I'm a vegetarian. So I'm like, I'm like, I feel like that's his personality. I'm like, oh, he's just a dick. That was kind of funny. <laughs> I like that didn't bother me. That was a good impersonation too. <laughs> I'm like, he's, he, I think that's his personality. Or when he was like, "Oh, are you guys done?" You know, when they were having their moment when he came back and all that. Mm-hmm. So, I'll, I want to. I'll finish this up so you can make your point. Um, but with all that said, with it being a Marvel movie and having this box and all these kind of rules and restrictions that they have, and they're like, "Hey, Ryan, you got to make a movie within." this template so i'm gonna say what he did within that template was i want to say kind of genius in my opinion because he was able to throw in a lot of heavy themes i thought like black themes like racism um uh i think he even had a reference to like martin luther king and and malcolm x when 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 um Killamonger's dad was like, they're killing all of our leaders here. I think he's just talking about, you know, the assassinations of, of King and all those guys. And we have all the we have the weapons and the power in Wakanda to do this and help them, but we don't do anything. So I think he was able to put all these like heavy black themes in there in a way that wasn't off-putting to white people. And this is just a way that I think they could digest it. Hmm. And like how Killamonger had that speech at the end about just throw me in the ocean with my with my ancestors because right. they knew um, death was better than bondage or something like that. I'm like, so able to put that kind of stuff in a Marvel movie was mind-boggling for me. I'm like, wow. What'd you think? Um, <laughs> I, I love the action. 
I love the action, the um, the fighting and the shooting. I thought that that was all good. But what I didn't like is how, I guess, like the storyline, how it like how it was, it moved so fast. Like the movie was like two hours long, but then like at one point you see this these people running with this team, and then how. You know, he killed said person whose team he was on. I didn't understand that. And then he he's able to take this back. And then the guy from Get Out, how he flipped the script. He and, flipped pretty fast. Yeah, didn't it quick. It all happened yeah. really, really quick. I yeah. don't. I don't feel feel. I didn't feel like it all. It built up. It was. To that. It felt fast. It right. was Kind of rushed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that that was the only thing. Like I applaud the all of the the actresses and actors and I don't take anything away from how hard they worked but I thought it was it was a good movie. Yeah, I, I heard... expected a little bit more, but I'm not a fan like everything like how you just broke it down because I'm not a fan uh-huh. of of comics or Marvel. Yeah. So it makes more sense now when when you describe like, you know, Yeah, they have a really restrictive template. All their movies are kind of like real similar. Mhm. So it'd just be like if somebody said, hey, we're going to give you all this money, go make a movie, but stay within these these boundaries, you know? So he's got to think, okay, how can I... I thought the graphics, I know? love the graphics, mm-hmm. you know? I love, I love I, you could tell it was a um, a big budget movie. It wasn't some oh, yeah. little small budget, like $243 million. Yeah, something like that, yeah. It's pretty big. Yeah, yeah but congratulations, Ryan Coogler. And to the cast of Black Panther, you guys did a great job. Yeah, man, I'll look up to Ryan Cooler. I want to go see the movie again. So I've seen it twice. Have you? Yeah. I wanted to see it again before the podcast because you know the first time you're actually like you, you expect so much out of it because you're yeah, anticipating just... it. Yeah. And then when it <laughs> happens, you, you just want to pay attention to everything. So now I can go back and see what I missed the first time around. Yeah, the second time I saw it, I I had more. Um, I was able to take in Killamonger a lot more. And, and see I, his character. I thought I thought his character dude, was going to be completely different. Why they call him Killamonger? Like whoremonger? Like because he likes yeah, to kill a lot. He kill a lot of people. That's why he had all the the, uh, the marks. The, the things on him. Yeah. Oh, okay. See, I didn't get that. Like I saw him with you know all this yeah. stuff on him. Okay. Um, okay. but just think about this real quick. I want to maybe so we don't spend all the time talking about this. Right. That's a lot. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Uh, if we were sitting here right now, we found out Wakanda was a real place. Wouldn't you be pissed? Yes, I would. I would be very upset. That I didn't know that that existed. Uh, y'all been over there hiding from us? And that, that's kind of the movie I was... I, I was kind of interested in seeing that movie right there. Kind of from... And I thought that was kind of Killamonger's point of view. But he oh, was okay. just real radical about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, we, we would be charged. Yeah, he like, was pissed. Like, son of a bitch. Like, you been over there with the ability to help us? We over here getting shot by cops? But not only that, like, just, I'm a part of this family and this kingdom, and yeah, you just left me just out left of here. here? Like, you killed my dad, and then you just left me out here through the wolves? And I think wolves? one of the points was, you guys had the ability to stop us from being uh, enslaved and brought to America as slaves. And you just sat back and watched it. Right. And you didn't try to help us. I, I was like that. Hmm. I kind of was interested in seeing that story, but that's too much for a Marvel movie. And it's it's <laughs> too much to to tell all those like yeah. storylines in one movie. It would have been like four or five hours. Yeah, if I would have made the movie, I feel like people would have hated it. But do you think that they left <laughs> the um, they left off to where they could, it can be like a Black Panther part two? Oh yeah, I think he's already signed up for five movies. It's something ridiculous. Now that includes like. 
the movie he's in, movies that he's in with other people, like Infinity War is the next one coming. I loved Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. As the king. Yeah. Ugh, I loved him. I loved his character. I love what his dad said. Like you're a great man, you know. Yeah. And you you were too good of a person to be king. To be king. It takes a, a hard, and that makes sense. Like yeah. You kind of be you got to be kind of hard to to be the king because you have to make some tough decisions. Just like he made the decision to leave his nephew and kill his brother. That was crazy. Spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> You gotta put spoiler alert on like the um on the when you put it on um what do you call it? Pod bean and Yeah, I'll put yeah, I'll put it on there. Black Panther spoiler alert so that we don't kill it for everybody. Sorry guys. I enjoyed the movie. I'm going back to see it again. Just you know, so I can make sure that I didn't miss anything. Anyways. Okay, so what do we want to cover next? So um yeah, what? You know, we had 20. all these. We've had all these school shootings, and now they're boycotting the NRA, and uh, a lot of their sponsors are pulling out as far as the discount programs that they offer. Like Delta Airlines stated that they wouldn't be offering any more discounts to the NRA members. Um, hotels have pulled out. United Airlines pulled out, and I think that's just awesome because that just shows how people come together when there's mass tragedy like this. But it shouldn't take another school shooting for somebody to bring... They should have just did it. They should have just did it a long time ago. And then, um, I don't know if you said it in the last podcast, like, but there should be you know, a whole bunch of restrictions and things that people need to do before they're able to purchase a gun. Yeah. Did you say that the last I time? I may have said something like that. So, I was watching Judge Judy and she said the same exact thing. She was just like, there should be all kinds of psychiatric testings and IQ tests and uh, financial records. And you should have to do a lot in order to get a gun instead of just going into Dick's and picking up a gun. Have you heard what Dick's did? Yeah, they raised the limit to 21 and they're getting rid of all And they're rid getting of all, all their, the assault rifles. Right. Getting, and so is Walmart. Yeah. No. I believe. I believe Walmart? Yeah. Shit. Walmart is getting rid of their assault rifles, um, and they raised they raised the limit to twenty one. Which raising, I mean, that's a good thing because I know that they're trying to be proactive. But raising the limit is that really going to do anything? I was in the store the listen, other day, it's and little boy, it is, it is. But little boy asked me, I don't know if he was a little boy, but the clerk wouldn't sell him any cigarettes, or he wanted to buy a cigar. Yeah. So I walk in the store, and he was just like, "Hey, you got a dollar?" and I'm thinking, okay, I gave him a dollar because I'm a giver. And then uh, the guy was just like, nah, I need your ID. And so he turned around and he gave me the dollar back. And he was just like, can you get it for me? And I looked at him and I was like, <laughs> no. You know, he looked at he, he looked at me talking about, for real? For real? Yeah. Like, you're not going to buy me? No. No. I'm not contributing to that. But I'm just, I, I use that as an example to say, like, an 18-year-old can give their 21-year-old friend money to go buy them a gun. So is that really stopping anything? It, it's. I think it's better than nothing. It, it is because, because it shows that they're trying. I'm just. I'm just giving my opinion. Is it going to stop it? It. It may stop somebody. It may. You know. Or at least make it more difficult. And I think that's difficult. what it is. They're making it more difficult for people to obtain to them. It needs to be. It needs to be more difficult. Yeah. Um. I'm actually going to Dicks to buy something. Just because I'm happy about what they did. Mm-hmm. So um, you support Dicks yeah. based on their decision? I, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Because I'm like, it's a, it's a human life. I don't understand why it doesn't seem like people understand this. And then that's somebody's everything. Yeah. That's that's and all they send somebody them, has. They send them to school. 
Like, because th- this is all being brought up because of the mass, the school shooting, the most recent one. But here, we're in Dallas, Texas. Not sure, you know, where everyone else is. Um, but lately, there have been a lot of threats against schools. These young kids are bringing, like, fake guns to school. They're making threats on social media. It just happened like this. Something just happened at Comstock Middle School today where uh, a young guy came to school and he was talking to the teachers and he was telling them that someone was shooting at him. So they put the school on lockdown and parents are worried and they're crying, which they have every right to be. Now you have people considering like um, pulling their kids out of school and doing homeschooling because they're not even safe at school anymore. Like school is usually where they run up, they, they go, they skip school, you know? And now you have to be worried about sending your child to school and them not making it home. Yeah, that's... Which is ridiculous. That's insane. Because we all went to school. I can't... That's insane. I don't even want to imagine this. I don't even want to talk about it. That's insane. So, um, I applaud any movement on stopping this from happening. And I think it's really unfortunate, and I've been saying this for a while now, that it what I think is going to help figure this out is not going to be the government it's going to be us it's going to be every everyday citizens it's going to be business owners it's it's going to be the citizens that are going to solve this not the government um i have no faith in our government um they've they've clearly demonstrated they have no interest in protecting us and keeping us safe they they, they've they've made that very clear Mm -hmm. you know if you weren't if you didn't do anything after sandy hook there was you were never going to do anything right and it shouldn't take another you know mass you know school shooting yeah for them to now be you know congress and the president in looking into okay what can we do about this it should have been done a long yeah, time one ago. reason i think it's making uh there it's different now is because these kids the survivors at the school they're standing are up are very vocal very I, you know what i even heard that like they're offering them book deals yeah, they're very vocal. They're very organized. They're very vocal. As they should be. Just and gave me chills. As they should be. Right for them. Very vocal. And so, and they're not letting up. Uh, it says Walmart is removing items from their website resembling assault-style rifles, including non-lethal airsoft guns and toys. So, do they even sell? Uh, I think so. Okay. So, anything that they're doing is good. I saw a guy on the internet the other day cut his AR-15 in half. He saw it in half, and he was saying how people were going to be laughing at him and giving him a hard time about it. And he was like, you can do that all day and all you want, but I'm not going to resell this gun. I'm I'm just going to destroy this gun because this gun is not going to hurt anybody. Right. And I love that. I love that thinking. I I think that's the thinking that's going to save us. Mm Mm-hmm. Because if like, I don't know, I'm not saying everybody would do the same thing, but I'm like, just individuals making those kind of decisions. I think because he could have, who knows, by him doing that, he could have potentially stopped the school shooting. Because maybe that gun he sells it to somebody, and then some kid gets it and shoots up a school. Or he could have inspired somebody else to maybe. And so right. you know, you inspire one person. All you have to do is inspire one person. Yeah. And that in, that person inspires another. It's a chain reaction. Yeah, and so he was like, this gun right here is not going to kill anybody. Right. Good for him. I think if he goes to heaven, God pats him on the back. Because <laughs> he's like, because God said, what did you do? He's like, I cut my gun in half. Right. I, I did something. I may not have power to do something on a grand scale, but I could destroy this gun. At least he didn't try to sell it and, you know, get more money, get some money for That's it. That's what he said. He said, I could easily sell this gun and get a lot of money for it. But it could end up in the wrong the person's wrong hands, hands. And right. when somebody's dead, 
and I can't stress that enough. Somebody's life—that's all you have. But but getting rid of getting rid of the guns is, and making it illegal. If we get rid of guns altogether, it's just going to become like drugs. Then it's going to be an underground system where still they're going to be smuggling, you know, guns in. Yeah. But it's not going to stop it. It's not going to stop. But I think it's better than nothing, and I think it's a step in the right direction. Um, but I think it it's, it leads to a better solution. Okay, but. If you purchase a gun, at least you have you're registered as the owner of that gun. If you get it on the black market, then we don't know who the gun belongs to. Right, you can't so, track it. Right. That's so. Is it better? It, it's a step in the right direction. That's all I can really say. I know. And Just I posing ideas and questions. I fall back to we need metal detectors and armed security at that's, places. That's what the world is going to turn into. You know, we have to have that. We're going we're going to have a metal detector everywhere that we go. Yeah. You go to the bathroom, there's going to be a metal detector. You go to the malls, there are going to be metal detectors. I think that's where we live. Because um, actually, when I went to the... I went to, to see Black Panther, and was it early in the day? No, it wasn't. But the theater was crowded. And then I had to thought for a minute. Like, you know, I had to look around and like, okay, where's the exits? Yeah. You know, we have to make sure that we're good. I said on the end, just in case. Yeah. Cause you just never know lord yes, forbid that that happens but this is the time that we are living in right now where yeah. you have to make sure that you make a mental note that you have to be prepared for anything that goes down yeah because I, I i think i told you this before um with my wife whenever we go out i always discuss an escape plan with her everywhere we go no <laughs> I, whether it's the mall or a restaurant mm -hmm. or you know like with black panther we were sitting in the middle of the row and we always sit in the very back, and there's kind of like this um, balcony, like wall that kind of blocks your feet. And so I was like, "Hey, if somebody starts shooting, what we do is we get down on the ground and we crawl that way towards the exit as fast as you can, but just drop and crawl. Don't run. Just get down." How does and your wife? How does she respond? Was she? Receptive? She's with it now. Okay. She used to be looking at me like I was nuts. Right. Because I was doing this before this was such a, a common thing. You I were was, even at work because you gave us golf balls. I tell you, see. <laughs> I'm like you, you gave us golf balls, like because what what is it that you always say? I never thought that it that's would happen. That's the first thing everybody says that any kind of tragedy. I never thought that would happen to me. Right. I never thought it would happen here. I'm not going to be that person. Yeah. I'm like I thought it could happen, and I was ready. Right. <laughs> so. Because you can't exclude yourself from tragedy. No, because I'm human. Yeah. I am not a, a invincible man robot machine. Unfortunately, but yeah, good job. You know, as far as Walmart, Dicks making those those changes Walmart, to the to, wow. the, to the gun programs, they make enough money. Like they can afford believe. it. They can afford it. Yeah, they can. I think so, Dicks is gonna take a big hit for it, but that's why I'm gonna go buy some. Uh, sex tapes. <laughs> dun dun. dun. We know that uh, a lot of people have gotten famous off of sex tapes. Kim yeah. Kardashian. And now, most recently, uh, Black China has been um, all over social media in the news because of these sex tapes that we don't know who's releasing them. So I, I haven't been following this. So she is this with a specific person, or was was I think on? his name is Michi, Lil Michi, or something like that. Is he a, a rapper? He's a rapper. Okay. And guess what? He just released a project. So the right. And then, so they interviewed him, and he was just like, I don't know who did it. I just woke up, and I see my penis plastered all over, you know, social media. How you think I feel? 
Yeah, but my project coming out. <laughs> That looks a I've been working on my project. I got a project coming out, and I'm just sitting back looking like, okay, publicity stunt. Like yeah. you, you sacrificed the lamb for that one, which just you know boils down to: should you make a sex tape? Like, even if you're married, should you be making sex tapes? Uh, this is the thing. So, really, who keeps the sex tapes? This is the does thing. the woman keep the sex tape? Because if thing. I made one, I'm not gonna put myself out there. You know, I'm first not... of all, you gotta you gotta absolutely trust the person you're with. If you don't, if you have, if there's any doubt, don't fucking do it. Yeah. If you can't, if, there, if you even think for a second you can't trust the person, don't do it. But if you can, if you feel like you're there with the person, I feel like you could do that for your own enjoyment. Why? Okay. Same reason that I won't get anything specific because I don't. I don't For later, like is that no, like? I'm just saying personal porn okay, or something so, like that. No, hold on, so I like to see how how I how I work it. I'll try to talk about this in the real, you know, PG uh, way. You can't. We don't. I mean, it doesn't matter. You say how the hell you feeling. Like, so okay, so I'll just say this: like each person has their own preferences. Some people like getting. Some people like it missionary. Some people like it from the back. Some people like it. Suck it on their toe. People like what they like. Of course. Everybody has a different person. So everybody's got something. Yeah. So maybe some people like watching themselves. Themselves in action. In action. Okay. Maybe it's playing while they're doing it. I don't know. Maybe it's <laughs> maybe it gets you in the mood. I they, don't know. They study it talking about. <laughs> like, I yeah, like I could have stroked there. a little different. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, nice work. Nice work. <laughs> oh, hey, yeah, that's a nice move. <laughs> So I'm just saying you got your own reasons for doing it. I'm you know, so I can understand why somebody would do that. Right. Um I'm not saying I ever have. <laughs> but you're saying that you, you you're not saying that you I'm have just, it. I'm just saying I understand why somebody might do that. Okay. I never have. <laughs> In all my years of living, I've never um made a sex tape. Sent, you know, I've sent some risky photos. Shout out to Safari. Have you? <laughs> Who hasn't? Team Safari. <laughs> Who hasn't? But even that gets, you know, man, like, you don't want to send nothing. I don't send it, nothing with my face. But this was a long time ago. But, you know. It's it's just so, it, it's so, it's so risky. Now, like right now. Especially when social, since so, social media exists and there's so many different. It's, it's just too risky. It's just too risky. You can't trust people. Like, I'm gonna tell you what you do. This is if you want to make a sex tape. This is this is what you do. You blur your face. No, no. I got you. This is what you do. <laughs> this is what you do. And you blur your Listen, your body parts like the Asian. Go find a VCR, a VCR camcorder, or a tape. It's that's literally tape. <laughs> Film it on that. Okay. And then you can play it back on your VCR. Okay. But then what stops me from doing this right here? Putting my phone up and recording it. Well, hopefully the whole point the is, to get, is to get away from digital. Oh, okay. Do something analog that, okay. that can't leak. Who keeps the tape, though? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Who gets the tape? Uh-huh. I don't know. Questions we want to know. Answers? I don't know. Chime in. Who keeps the sex tape? The woman or the man? If you decide to make a sex tape, let's just say you're in a in a in a great marriage and you know you, you want to spice things up, want to spice it up. But then <laughs> y'all get divorced. Do you 
Do you include that well, in divorce proceedings? Like, I, would, I, would, I get all the sex tapes. I don't know. I would. I guess you would have to see what are the terms that they end on. Like, did somebody cheat on another person? Like, what, what's the reason for the divorce? Or you just 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 destroy them? I just think that would be the thing to do. Destroy is just, all just the get sex rid tapes. of them because you, you don't need them at this point, right? Like, you're getting a divorce for a reason, so you wouldn't even you don't even want to see that kind of action no more. Just get rid of the shit. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously, just get rid of it. That was funny. So, no sex tapes, guys. If you do, make sure you trust somebody. And I, I, I'm just saying this because I think it would save a lot of heartache and pain. Don't do it on your phone. Get a v- VHS. And don't do it with you know a dude that you barely know. But I thought that maybe she was. This was a guy that she used to babysit or something like that. What? She into them young ones. She's the babysit the guy. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> she dating an eighteen year old now. She like twenty. I'm not gonna lie 30. to you. I really don't know who Black China is. Oh, okay. My I mean, I've heard the name, but I'm not into the. I don't know all the. I don't get into a lot of the nonsense. Is all I'm saying. Okay. I'm not judging. I'm just saying it's too much. It's it's like CNN. It's like I want to hear what Donald Trump's doing today. You know what I mean? He's, he's always doing something stupid. So I'm like, it's just too much noise out there for me. I mean, but if you're on Shade Room, if you follow the Shade Room, you're going to see that anyways down just, your feed. It is on my feed. And then I you see keep, something interesting and I you're like, going, oh, what's though. going on in the Shade Room today? <laughs> Click. And then you just keep scrolling and you're liking and you're scrolling and you're liking and you're commenting and you just can't help it. You get caught up in it. I try to stay away. I even unfollowed them only to follow them back. I can't. It's just, <laughs> it's just so much noise. I'm like, I got to do something else. I mean, it keeps you up to date. <laughs> With what? Everything. Just nonsense. Like, how is that adding value to your life? Maybe that just keeps you <laughs> up to date. It just keeps you but informed. Why do you need to be up to date? So that I can talk about it like I'm doing now. <sighs> we could talk about so many other things. What? We could talk about workout, working out. I've lost five pounds. <laughs> no, excuse me. I lost three pounds this week. Uh, we could talk about my car accident. Um, yeah. So I, I got a new car about, what, it's been four months now. Was it in December? I got it in November, at the end of November. November. Okay. I got it at the end of November, and then in January, someone <laughs> smashed it. You want to talk about this for like three podcasts now. And I still haven't got my car back. You got T-Bone? You got T-Bone. It, he didn't hit me in the center. He hit me like directly on the passenger side door to where they have to replace both doors and they have to replace the fender. And then every time I talked to the guy, he was just like, yeah, I saw there's so much glass in the car. You got hit pretty hard. Yeah, I did get hit pretty hard. I had some cuts on my arm and, you know, banged up a little bit, but thank God I made it. Thank you, God, I made it. Now you think it hurt. That could have been bad. It could have been real bad. You could be dead. I was sore. Don't say that. You could be. so rude. You should, not, you should actually be very excited. You should appreciate life more. I do. I do. And, like, I love my car. You know what, though? And then I was just like, man. I'm going to tell you something. I know we're running out of time. It's just material. <laughs> um, it can be fixed. It can be replaced. Okay, so I've ridden with you maybe once or twice. Like, I've ridden in the car with you while you were driving. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so, when you told me you got in an accident... <laughs> You said you glad you weren't in the car with me. No, no, no. My oh. initial thought was just a, just a real quick. It was like, 
What'd she do? <laughs> because... I, do I drive that bad? I thought I was I don't a pretty think you good drive driver. Bad? For, and this is all my point of view or perspective. That was kind of fast. Get I feel like you kind of you kind of got a heavy foot. I can't help it. And you got a little fast car it's on top a of that. Sports car, like I mean, it's a sporty car. So I'm just wondering if you had any negligence there. None. I'm just curious. None. I'll never know. We were in an open parking lot. I showed you pictures. I saw it, we and I saw in, the damage. We were in an open parking lot. If I was an insurance adjuster, I would look at that and be like, I think that person was at fault. Of course. But I still, since I know you, I would just be kind of curious. Don't say that, because you're going to make people feel like I did something wrong. I don't And I just, didn't. I was only driving straight. Now, if driving straight is a crime, then yeah, I'm guilty, goddammit. <laughs> I'm guilty of driving straight, about 20, 25 miles per hour, in a mall parking lot, getting ready to go <clears throat> to JCPenney's after I had gotten my nails done. And this guy is coming down the aisleway. I'm on the main main street he's coming down the aisleway and bam runs into my car and then gets out and tells me i hope you have insurance bitch you out your mind you did this and he had two little kids in the car anyways moving on i just be glad when i get my car back i miss my baby it's been going for a, while. a whole month and i had to pay a car note and it still had dealer tags on it i don't understand that that seems kind of odd to me that, that is still in the shop? Yeah. I they said they had to order a part from Germany. That just seems kind of strange. That they part? Just, I feel like they're just juicing the insurance company. <laughs> I feel the same way. <laughs> I feel like they just run up the bill. I feel the same way. The, the way that he was talking, he was like, um, man, you got hit pretty got hard. Money. I was just like, yeah, I'm okay. Um, so when my car going to be ready? You know, just get to the get to the point. Like, you know what I want. When my car gonna be ready, boo? Just give me give me back my baby. Anyways. Okay. So, come to Jesus. Yeah, we're we're there. Who we bringing to Jesus today? Stacy Dash. Stacy Dash. No, I can't really even talk to you intelligently about Stacy Dash. Why? Because you don't take her serious. All I know about Stacy Dash is that she just says stupid shit. Yes, this is this is true. That's all I know about Stacey Remember Dash. Remember her from Clueless? Listen, this is the thing about Stacey Dash. I feel bad saying this, but when I saw her in Clueless, I was like, damn, she's fine. She's always been beautiful. <laughs> she is gorgeous. You can't take that away from but her. But then she talking crazy. Beyond the surface. Let's yeah. go there. You know, yeah. she's the one that said, let's get rid of Black History Month. So, yeah. This black woman said, let's get rid of Black History Month. Now... Granted, you're supposed to celebrate, you know, you celebrate the culture, the heritage, the history every day. You know, it shouldn't just be one month. But if you have a month that's solely, you know, dedicated to, to, you know, celebrating black history, then why would you want to get rid of it? Do we get rid of, you know, Independence Day? Do we get rid of Christmas for celebrating, you know, the birth of Jesus Christ? Do we get rid of... um Easter for celebrating Passover. I, I see. I can't. Like I said, I can't talk to you intelligently about Stacey Dash because I don't know. I don't know what her motivation is. Like I don't know why she does this. I don't know why she talks crazy. I don't know why she says these crazy things. I don't know. I don't know what she is. I don't know. She's because the whole thing is. I would understand it if she was like a, a senator or something. Well, I'm like, okay, you're you're playing to a group of people so you can get reelected. 
you know, there's there's a reason for it. So like, I don't know what she, I don't know why she says this. Is it just for attention? I don't know. Like, is she does she do anything? Um, does she make? Does she act? Does she see? Like, I don't. What does she do? No. What does she do? I was actually reading <laughs> nothing. She was on like Fox News or something like, like that. Like a commentator or something. Yeah, at one point, but not on the news. It was on some type of political show, I think. And they didn't renew her, her contract. I think it was Fox. She probably didn't have anything intelligent to say. You may want to look that up. But she was on a TV show, and they didn't renew her contract. And um, prior to that, you know, she did videos, and she did um, a movie, a couple of movies, because she also did the um, Mo Money with Damon Wayans. But aside from that, I think it was her looks, not her talent, yeah. which, which happens for a lot of people. But running for Congress... No, ma'am. I don't think that that's a good look. No. Congress in California, but whatever. Stacey Dash shouldn't be allowed to walk that, around and talk. That's not crazy my decision like to that. make. I think that's. I mean, you can get your name put on the ballot, but it's gonna be the votes that count. That's the bottom line. So unless they have some kind of um, scandal or Watergate situation or a rush situation. It's like, I just don't believe anything because I, I don't take her anything serious. I don't take what she says. I don't think anything she says. She, I can't talk. She is Republican, though, right? I can't think anything she says seriously because she seems like everything she says is anti black. Right. And it seems real obvious is that, like, that's her thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got to come out and say again. I got to speak out against anything black. Right. Are you ashamed, Boo? Like, are you ashamed of yourself? So like I just I can't I'm like and what culture? now Stacy, you know, so I, it's one of those things like Black so, China. Like, come I'm on like, to Jesus. I'm like I don't want to hear it. Come on to Jesus, Stacy Dash. All so right. we're only three minutes over. I think we got everything. That was pretty much the agenda for the day. The time go by so fast. That was that was good. This it goes by so fast. I think we need more than we're gonna have to start extending them. What to an hour? At least. Okay, so question. Why did we do 45 minutes? Because we thought an hour was too long. Is it? I find How myself having a rush. I don't like doing that. I don't, I don't like doing that. Because either. I think if the conversation is working and we're, and we're doing something and we're having a good time, I think if you're listening, you might be there with us. So why would we stop? Right. I think we, we kind of limited ourselves with that. Cause we I said, think we did that to ourselves. Mm-hmm. We because said we're 60 like if, minutes or an hour. I mean, 45 minutes because 60 minutes was too long. Because I, I I don't know this because I haven't done any market research, but I think I heard that like if you're scrolling through a, a you know looking for a podcast and you see oh for for forty five minutes okay I can check this one out because mm, it's shorter but if it's like an hour and a half you're like oh no right <laughs> I'm not listening to that so I don't know if that's true but to be honest I think we should do just whatever it is we do oh man. I, y'all want to hear my new song? This is I have been stuck on this song. This is my workout song right here. This is he's local. This is Yellow Beezy. This might be some trap music. You might not like it. I think it is trap music. I think it would be considered trap music. If you don't know me, I'm not a fan of trap music. He's not a fan of trap music. I think it all sounds. This is my workout song of the week. That's on me, baby. Hey. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, you can smoke if you want But not on me, baby. And I ain't taking no loss. Yeah, I got it. Cause I don't sleep, baby. You niggas 
ain't gassing me, nigga. Listen. Yeah, I'm on E, baby. Got out the side on me. Hey. Now, when you listen to it on the speakers, it hits so hard, and I just get so excited. But that's my new workout song. It gets me pumped up. Shout out Yellow Beezy from Dallas, Texas. That was random, but I was no, I'm, like... I'm with local artists doing that. I ain't got no yes. problem with that. I got no problem with that. I just don't like trap music. Shout out him. I love that song. Love it. That's all I got. Um, now, you know why I'm not a fan of trap music. I think we've talked about this, right? Yeah, we have. Because but all, remind me why. Because it, it sounds the same? It all sounds the same to me. Okay. I'm that like, sounds the same to you? That They all sound the same. This I, sounded the same? That sounds like every other trap song I've ever heard. They all do that thing to their voice. That's how he sounds. They all sound like that. Like, that's not auto-tune. Hold on. Okay, so pause it. Now, I'm not I'm not going after this dude. I don't know this dude. No, no, no. Not, I know. I'm just saying, like, it's kind of like this thing they do with their voice where it's like, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like a lazy talk kind of thing. Like, it's not me, baby. You know, it's just... It's, it's He's like, from... He's from Dallas. He's he's a southerner. But that's what I'm saying. So right, but, don't we all have like that that twang in our? But why? But they, everybody sounds like the exact same. And I'm, I'm like, I'm not knocking the hustle. I'm just like, me personally, I don't think you want to eat chicken every day of the week. You wouldn't want to some eat some people same that day. love to eat chicken. Well, every if, day. if you do, you do. But me personally. I don't want to eat chicken every day of the week. If you're on a diet, you'll eat chicken and broccoli every day. I'm not on a trap music diet. Okay. <laughs> I'm just like, I need more. Like, I need more. I need diversity. But I need everything. Like, I'm, okay, but like, then you find that yourself though. Like, I listen to him, but I also listen to Sinead. I don't know that. Not Sinead O'Connor. Um, but like, I need everything, man. Like, I need, I need some Jimi Hendrix. I need some um, some Easy E. I need some Bone. I know I'm talking about dated music here. I need I need LL Cool J. I need Pearl Jam. I need Sinead Harnett. Okay. I need Nao. Have you heard of her? No. Is it good? Man. I need some Sky Sound. Ah, you like that? I'm saying it's all about you. I like that. See how I can switch it up like tennis shoes and heels. That's baby making music. <laughs> she said, I'll give you things you didn't even know you wanted. Yes. Yes. I love that. So, but I'm just saying, like you pick, you pick and choose. Get you somebody that can do both, baby. That was, you know, out of place. But I'm just saying, like I love, I love my, tra- <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I love my trap music. But I also, you know, love R&B, different now, genres, and I like to find new artists that like, yeah, uh, you know, different sound. Now, I'm not gonna front. Like I haven't heard the trap song that I like. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, I'll admit that I have. Right. Because it just, I don't know, I'm like, I just, catchy. I just like that, you know, but. So you do like trap music. I don't like trap music. I like that song. It's <laughs> trap music, though. It just happened to be a trap song. You can't get away from it. You're trying, you're trying to talk around it, but it's still the same thing. That's what it boils down to. Um, I really like the Black Panther soundtrack. It's good. Have you heard it? Not the whole thing. I've heard, like, three or four songs from it, though. 
I like these two songs. The one that's I think it's called All the Stars. You don't like that song? No, I, that's probably With, one of my yeah, favorite. Kendrick songs. Lamar. Yeah, it's All the Stars. And, and then, then The Weeknd has one. Yeah, I like those two of my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. Just really like those songs, man. Like, I just like the mood they put me in. Him and SZA. Kendrick SZA has come onto the scene and like just wowed. I like everybody. her. Yeah. She's wild. I, and I was listening to some of her songs, and it seems like she sings a lot about um, relationships, relationships, and her body type. What do you mean? She seems like I've heard in some of her lyrics. She's like, you know, I may not have the big butt like this girl, or I might not be shaped like that girl, but I need you to treat me like I'm that girl, oh, okay. or treat me like, or grab my booty, or, or whatever, whatever. If I heard her correctly, but she seems to talk about that a lot. So I'm like, I, I do think that that kind of um, songwriting. Those kind of people write good songs because they write. They write about their insecurities. She's been a song. She's been writing songs for a while, though. Mm-hmm. Like I even think she like wrote some for Beyonce no. or wrote with Beyonce. Mm-hmm. I think so. But that's normally how it happens. Like a person is always behind the scenes doing a lot of writing because I know like Jill Scott wrote for Erica Badu before she went solo. But that's how it normally happens. You write for a lot of good artists and then you just venture off onto your own. Luther Vandross, he wrote for like. You know, some people, I can't remember whom, but mm-hmm. similar situation. That's how it happens. Yeah. So, I, I, I like her song. I like her style. Is, is she is she American? Yeah, I, I think I feel she, like she had, like, an accent. I don't know if she, uh-uh. I don't know if I made that up. Unless her mom is, because her dad posted a, a video. Her dad's black. Was so, she mixed? No, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Oh. What I'm saying, like, unless her mother is of a different background. Okay. Because I know her dad is black. But she looks... She looked black to me. Yeah. Maybe you're hearing like an accent because of. What the I city. haven't heard her. I haven't heard her actually sit down and talk. I oh, just okay. hear her in her music. It's like the cadence and the way she. she nah, sings. she probably makes her voice. She probably does. So she might just be voice. doing that. I don't know. Yeah. Just. Um, but I like her. Separate herself. Have you seen the video? Which one? For all the stars. No. You should watch that. Yeah, I'll check it out. I like it. I like Pitch Mark. I don't Pitch. really watch a lot of. Videos and TV. I just call it on YouTube. Because I have my phone in my hand, which, man, I went to sleep. <laughs> and I woke up. I went to sleep really briefly, and I woke up, and I was holding my hand as if my phone was in it, but it wasn't in my hand. That's how bad. That's how you know you got a problem. <laughs> like, I woke up, I was like, ah, that's ridiculous. And all the stars, Kendrick Mars says, uh, what does he say? I don't like you know your calculated promises or something something something. I don't like you. You the more of the story. I just like his lyrics in that song. They're real good. He said something. I can't remember what. Conscious. He, said. he always make you think. He's a conscious rapper. Yeah, I don't want to. Whatever. I like it. Anyways, uh, we about ready to wrap it up. Yeah, I think we're done. Cool. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. As always, we appreciate the support. Make sure you. Um, Oh, we have a giveaway coming up for <laughs> St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> I'm going to do something to give away for St. Patrick's Day. And it'll be the same parameters. Um, you have to uh, comment and let us know that you commented. You got to rate us and comment on iTunes. On iTunes and Podbean. Do and them both because some people don't have iTunes. Okay. So if you listen. Shit. I got to get us on Google and, Play. Um, Comment on either either platforms, iTunes or um, podcast, pod bean, excuse <laughs> me. Then, uh, yeah, you'll be entered into the drawing, and then we'll pull for St. Patrick's Day. It's March 2nd. We're in a new month, 2018. This year is going by fast, and it's already Friday. So, yeah. 
Make sure you check out um, the website, spalimages.com. Check us out on Instagram, Elevators1209. Also check out the YouTube. Is it Elevators? I think it's just Elevators. Just Elevators. And um, there's a black and white image of us. Black and white image of us. Got some new stuff coming up. We're working elevator. on some new stuff, people. We're, we're filming a short mm-hmm. film mm-hmm. in April. Mm-hmm. Me and Sherilyn. Mm-hmm. It's called The Answer. Mm-hmm. The question like AI, baby. No, it's called The Answer. It was, was wait, was AI the answer or the question? He was the answer. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think he was the answer. <laughs> He said the question. Right. <laughs> that just don't sound right. The question. He, I think he was the answer. Okay. Cool. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. You're going to plug your stuff? Yeah. Matthew Scott. Whatever. You know what it is. <laughs> Peace out.